Hi, I am Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to my life abroad. Today's talk is about June 2021. And one of the things that's on my mind, other than enjoying Porto, is the whole visa situation. You know, I was only supposed to stay in Porto or in Portugal actually for three months, November through uh, February. And then I went to Ceph and I got it extended through May. But it's now June and um, travel is still limited. Uh, There's still a lot of uh, countries that won't let in U.S. travelers. So we're pretty much stuck where we are. So I got in contact with Ceph and what they said was that Anyone who's in Portugal on any type of visa is okay to stay through the end of the year. So there was no need to come in, no need to make an appointment. You're just kind of good. So I thought, all right, if I want to, I can be here through the end of the year. Hmm, not quite sure about the end of the year, but I'm going to definitely enjoy my time in Porto and we'll see what happens after that. With that resolved, I am on to just enjoying this wonderful, beautiful city that I'm loving so, so much. I am so happy I have my routine. I have my gym. I have my co-working space. I love my Airbnb. And things just feel pretty normal here. Now it's a matter of finding out what can I explore and what can I do here in Porto. The first thing I did is I checked out the McDonald's. There is a McDonald's in Porto that is supposed to be the most beautifully decorated McDonald's in the world. I wasn't sure about that when I heard it, but if you Google it, sure enough, it is known as one of the most beautiful, beautifully decorated McDonald's in the world. And it certainly is. So I took my camera, go down there, and I'm looking from the outside, and it looks really nice. <laughs> Apparently, it used to be Cafe Imperial back in the 1930s, and then McDonald's bought it in 1995. And they kept a lot of the same interiors. They kept a lot of the chandeliers and the windows. And it definitely looks like it because it is gorgeous inside. You go inside and you come up to the typical little kiosks where you order your food. And then you proceed on and it's just the little things or maybe the big things. But I mean, you look up at the ceiling and it is the most, the chandeliers are not what you would expect in a fast food restaurant. They are beautiful. They're just, they're just so elegant. And you look around at the moldings and the, and the surface of the walls, just, it just has this feeling of kind of combining ancient old with new and the smells and the sounds were everything that you would hear today from a brand new McDonald's but yet you look around and it's ooh it is it is nice the food still tastes the same good old McDonald's yeah that hasn't changed but yeah it is if you like McDonald's and you're in Porto you got to say that you went to the one of the most beautifully decorated McDonald's in the world Another place that I enjoyed very, very much was this outdoor open-air bar called Base. It was two blocks, maybe three blocks from my Airbnb, and I would go there late in the afternoon, around maybe around five, six o'clock, and just enjoy a beer, 
sitting out into the open. You can sit on stools and chairs and tables, and you can just, I love to sit underneath. There's, there's beautiful grassy areas, olive trees all around, so you can get some shade and sit in the, sit in the, on the grass. Um, it's pretty much just a little hexagon-shaped bar. There's no food, it's just a bar. The music, the vibe, I love that kind of vibey, vibey music that is just, um, it just feels really, really good. It really makes the atmosphere fun. Being from California, I was, I found myself to actually be kind of popular because they asked people where they were from. And when I said California, I got bells wrong and there were all kinds of, they would mark it up on the board where people are from and so I was, <laughs> I felt like a little mini celebrity being from California. They were so nice to me and it um, got to be one of my favorite places to go on those beautiful June evenings. Open air bars, love it. And right across the street from that pretty much, again, only a couple blocks away from my Airbnb, was this place that I would, every time I walked by, there was a long line of people waiting to get in. And I could tell just from looking at the, at the storefront that it was a bookstore. And I thought maybe there was an author signing or some kind of event, but you know, every day I'd walk by and I'd see all these, this huge line of people. So I did some research. The building is actually called, or the store is actually called Livraria Lello. And Livraria Lello has quite the history behind it. And that's why people are lined up to go inside. It is one of the oldest bookstores in Portugal, and it is one of the best top bookstores in Europe. It is gorgeous inside. It is. It has all the feels of Harry Potter, which brings some of the people here as well, because J.K. Rowling apparently was very influenced by the by this by the look of this bookstore, and it supposedly influenced the Hogwarts Library. And it does have kind of a, I don't want to say scary, but it is, I don't want to say haunted, <laughs> but it is, it is, um, it, it feels like a bookstore that Harry Potter would have gone to. It was so cool inside. Oh, I just loved it. I did a video. It's on my blog page. You can go and see it as well. Stood in line. Actually, I got there first. I got there early. I went there one day and got there like at 9, 9, 9 o'clock, 9.30, I think it opens. And I was the, one of the first in line and I got in. And actually, Livraria is, uh, in English, it means bookstore. So there are a lot of Livrarias around in Portugal and it just simply means bookstore. But this one is very special. The other thing that I did is I went to a place called Porto Legends and it's an underground experience because actually you do go down a set of steps and everything does take place underground. But if you want to get the, the history, know the big scoop and the history about Portugal and particularly about Porto, you need to see Porto Legends. They tell the story through holograms and they have the... They, the scenes are as if there were real actors acting them out, but they're really holograms. The displays and the way that they present this information is so cool. And they really talk about um, the early days when the Christians were fighting the Moors and uh, the Christians lived on one side of the Douro River and the Moors lived on the other side, the Gaia side. And you also learn that it was the people of Porto that actually supplied the ships 
with food and wine, and they are known for the wine up there. One of the things that I did not do that I wish I would have done is taken a tour of the wine country, really seeing how the grapes were grown and just, it's, it's, a, it's something that, and I had plenty of time. I don't know why I didn't see it, but next time I'm there, I'm gonna see it. You gotta really check out the wine country if you go to Porto. But this was a tremendous way to find out more about the history and who the players are, the key players. Henry the Navigator, uh, Porto is the home of Henry the Navigator. So he's obviously a hugely influential figure when it comes to Portugal. And Porto was really divided with the Douro River. Gaia is on one side, Porto's on the other side. Gaia, on that side of the Douro River, they apparently have more wine per square foot than any other city in Europe. Lots of wine, lots of good red wine. So things are awesome in the month of June. I am thinking about what's gonna happen in August. It's not too soon. I have one more month in July for Porto, and then I think I'm gonna stay in Portugal since I know that I can now. Uh, I might go back to Lisbon. Hmm, we'll see, will I? Hmm, you'll have to stay and find out. Well, that's it for now, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at bobtapper.com. Thanks for listening.